Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Luke Who's Watching podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2002 Australian, I don't know why I said it like that for Australian film, Crackerjack, starring Mick Malloy, Bill Hunter, uh, Frank Wilson, John Clark, Samuel Johnson, Judith Lucy, Monica Morn, I think it is, uh, Lewis Ramsey, I mean, just... A lot of people in it. A lot of people in it. Um, yeah, so it's it's a story or it's a film about a lawn bowls club uh, in the outer suburbs of Melbourne in 2002. Yep. So anyway, let's get let's get in. Let's just get hop straight in. I won't bother doing like uh, what do you call it, box office or any of that stuff because I mean, yeah. We have this film on DVD for some reason. Not really sure why, but anyway, let's get into it. So it kicks off. It's uh, sort of night time and there's some sexy music going on. You know, we sort of pan across the bowls, uh, the green, and we see a meeting and there's about four, there's five people in the meeting. So there's a person standing up. And there's uh, four people sitting down and they're, uh, the people who are sitting are getting something presented to them. So people in the meeting. And the person there, uh, we later found out, find out his name's Bernie. He's sort of telling, I think, Len, who else is there? Gwen, Eileen and Stan. I think they're like the top brass of the bowls club. And they're all... Yeah, old people. And he's you know, got these master plans. He's going, look, you're in a great bit of real estate here. You know, you've made some sensible decisions in the past and you're in a great position and blah, blah, blah. And he's going over these plans for this new multi, uh, this new development sort of thing. And he's going, oh, look, you've got your carvery through here, sports bar for big screens, in you know, waterfall there at the front. And Len says, so what's this room here for? And uh, Bernie sort of looks at the, the plans and he's like, oh, I don't know, it could be a conference centre or something. And uh, he goes, oh, it's got 172 PowerPoints. <laughs> and um, Stan's like, it's for bloody pokies, isn't it? And he's like, well, that could be one option. But, you know, think about, you know, you could be doing this. And they're going, we don't want poker machines. We don't want pokies. And... Um, and he's like, you know, just, you know, ease up, ease up. Let's think about, you know, you've got your car. Let's, you know, have a think about the waterfall, the indoor waterfall for a minute, you know. Anyway, so then it's sort of, we leave the meeting and it's the next day and we'd see, you know, the, the morning rush hour traffic and we see uh, somebody driving. I think he's, what's he driving? It's a Datsun. Pretty sure it's a Datsun. Uh, <laughs> a blue Datsun pulls up the lights. Somebody comes out of the light, starts cleaning his window and uh, he just drives off without paying him. This is our main guy. This is our first introduction to uh, Jack. Anyway, now what happens is there's an old bloke in a nice, really nice old uh, Ford pulls out in front of him and he slams the brakes on. Now, there's a particular track of music playing and we see the old guy sort of looking out his window and he's looking and then it sort of cuts to being inside the old guy's car. Oh, I should mention the old bloke has a cap on as well. He has a hat on. Hats make an appearance in this film, and I like hats. Anyway, so he's looking through. Um, so what we see is the old, the old guy looking uh, out his window, 
into the front window of the, of the car, into the front window of Jack's car, and he's there going, watch where you're going, you bloody old fool. And then his voice sort of disappears, but he's still yelling stuff. And there's music playing in the background. Uh, like the music gets loud and you can see his mouse moving, going, blah, blah, he's doing whatever. He's, you know, abusing the old bloke for pulling out in front of him. Now, the old guy makes an appearance again, which is, I forgot about it. And then we'll get to it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Anyway, so we move <laughs> We move on from that. Anyway, so we see Jack park his car at the bowls club, okay, and uh, he sort of you know leaves. He's walking across busy streets and he goes into a building and he's like, oh yeah. And we see somebody booking cars, a parking officer, and Jack's going, oh, I was telling all his co-workers, oh, I was parking officers here, parking officers somewhere else, you know, parking officers, uh, um, you know, Chapel Street, blah blah blah. And then um, everybody's rushing out to their cars to like go and put more money in the meters, and we see Jack sort of casually sit down at his desk, and he's like, "Fools, you know, fools." And then uh, anyway, then we go back to the bowls club, and we see um, Len and Eileen going over the uh, going over the membership because they can't field a team because the bowls club's in a bit of financial trouble dwindling memberships and all that, and they can't field a team to play uh, some tournaments. Anyway, so Len has the... Uh, what does he have? He <laughs> uh, I'm laughing at something that's coming up. Len has his the membership book, and he's going through it, and they're talking about, well, wh- how about this person? No, how, how about Albert Jackson? He's like, Albert Jackson? I don't know, he's moved up the gold... He's moved up the coast or something, and they're like, oh, I'm not sure. And... Uh, Eileen's going through and she goes, oh, yeah, so how about um, how about Jack Simpson? And Len's like, Jack's? I think it's, is that his name? It's Jack. Is it Jack Simpson? Let me check. Yes, it is. I remembered that. And he's like, Jack Simpson? I don't know who that is. And then there's a hard cut. Jack's leaving his office with somebody. <laughs> I don't know why I find this funny. Obviously because I'm a child. But uh, he's like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Fuck yourself sound. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, come on, Jack, you've got three car parks, all I need is one. And he's like, oh, yeah, how about my needs, Pete, how about my needs? Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so we see, uh, you know, they sort of conversate whatever, and then Jack, uh, he's there at the window of somebody's vehicle, and he's getting a, a permit to park a car park permit. So what's happening is... Jack, he has, excuse me, he works across the road from the bowls club and he has a couple of memberships so he can get car parks in the bowls club. And he has one for himself and he like hires the other memberships out. So the guy, he's like, I want a car park. So he's like, oh, how's it going? Fuck yourself, sound. Uh, (laughs) Because the guy said, oh, well, I might just become a member so I can get my own car park. He's like, oh, yeah, good luck with that sort of thing, which would probably be quite easy to do. Anyway. So, so he gets his gets his twenty bucks or whatever off the guy on his ticket. Gets into his car, drives off, reverses back, and he like a bit of a tire screech. And he looks out the window, and Len and Eileen are there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, sorry." And Jack drives off, and then Len says to Eileen, "I've got to do something. We've got to do something about the car park. Remind me that you know it's for members only." But Jack is a member, and it's the Jack Simpson that he uh, was after. Anyway, so. 
Jack gets back uh, back home at his housemate Dave's there. Lovely. And there's a transport strike happening. So they're like, yeah, you know, everybody's going to want a car park. I don't know why, but they have these, they have beers. Like Dave uh, gives Jack a beer, a can of VB. Ugh. Anyway, they're sitting on the couch, and I don't know why, but they shake them up because they're like, yeah, you know, it's a transport strike, woo-hoo-hoo. Jack opens his beer, of course, and goes, foams up, and and then it gets on Dave, who has no shirt on at the right. And then he's like, oh, I've got to go and have to change again. It's like, you've got nothing on in the first place to change. And then, uh, anyway, so Jack's like, oh, it's like living with Diana Ross. Anyway, then Len calls. Len calls Jack's mobile. Now, this is the period, 2001, two sort of era, where mobile phones were actually quite small. Anyway, so Jack's on his phone, and he's like, yes, this is Jack Simpson. And he's like, Len Johnson. And Dave's going, yeah, he called here earlier. He's like, oh, from the bowls club. And he's like, I'm going to have to what? Saturday. Or what? You know, great, uh, great acting. And <laughs> great, <laughs> great acting. Um, and uh, anyway, so he's, he's Len's like going, well, you're going to have to, you have to bowl Saturday because we need somebody in our team. So you're going to have to bowl Saturday or forfeit your membership. And Jack's like, so uh, listen up, old timer. You're on medication, aren't you? <laughs> uh, anyway, so Jack gets off the phone. He's like, well, I've got a bowl Saturday. Um, or forfeit me me membership. Hmm. Anyway, so then it goes to, obviously, the next day. They're at the bowls club. All the oldies are there bowling, having a great time. And um, Eileen comes out of the clubhouse, I suppose you'd call it. She says, uh, Len, I'd just like to inform you, like, Jack Simpson has arrived. And Len's going, great, we've got a team. And uh, she's like, everybody, Jack Simpson. And then, of course, Jack walks out of the uh, clubhouse. He has cricket gear on, which is I love. His, he's got trousers on. Like, yeah, he has trousers on, but on, on his pants. Because when you play lawn bowls, it's all white, like you wear white. Anyway, so Jack comes out. He has his uh, cricket uh, jumper on, so it's the classic sort of uh, what, the mesh net sort of uh, woolen jumper. Trousers on, which have a red stain on them. Uh, for when you play cricket, you, you know you, you have the ball and you polish it, and of course the ball's red. So you, if you're rubbing it on your pants, on your trousers, you get a red red mark on your, tra- <laughs> your trousers. So he's got his big red mark on his trousers. Lovely. And uh, all the oldies there, they start dropping their, their bowls because they're like, well, who's... Who's this, you know, who's this guy? And Len's like, oh, sorry, sorry, we're, we're um, after the Jack Simpson of this club. Sorry to bug you about. And Jack goes, yep, I'm a member, have been since 96. And Eileen's there like shaking her head. Like she, it's, like, it's, it's like implied that she's already done the legwork of groundwork to make sure that this person is actually the Jack Simpson they're after. Anyway, so then uh, Len's like, oh, rightio, well, you are going for a role. Anyway, so the game's sort of progressing. It's Jack's first uh, turn to to roll, to play to play bowl. Yeah, so roll is bowl. Is that what you'd say? I guess so. Or bowl is bowl, maybe. Anyway, and uh, so Stan, he, he's got his hat on, and he's at the the what do they call it? The skip. So he's at the you know down the end, watching. Uh, sort of, I guess he's the captain of the team. How it works. 
and he's uh, down the end saying, right, uh, right, son, the idea is you've got to get your bowl as close to this uh, white one as you can. And he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, it's Lawn Bowls that I say it's a true revealer of character. And Jack's like, oh, if it's because he's in like the, excuse me, lent down in the, in the bowl position. And he's like, oh, if it's revealing right now, it's two inches of ass crack from the top of my pants. And as he looks over to his left, he's like, hello, ladies. Oh, gosh, this film. Um, <laughs> and all the, the ladies are there, like, you know, disgusted because they're distinguished women, of course. Anyway, so he rolls his bowl and it goes into the ditch. And he's like, oh, geez, these bowls are shit house. And, uh, oh, is this, when does that happen? Oh, somebody says, ah, right, okay, I've got it. So when Stan is explaining to Jack how to play lawn bowls, because on a, on a bowl, they're black, of course, and on one side, they're, they're circles on either side. So one side is a big circle, on the other side is a small circle. So I think um, Stan says to Jack, well, you've got to keep the little circle like on the inside, otherwise it'll curve like buggery. And then in the game next to him, there's one of the ladies there, Gwen, she goes, swear just, uh, she's like, Swear jar Stan. Wow, I can't say it. She goes, Swear jar Stan. And he goes, It'll curve like the the whatever. Swear jar gets gets another mention in a moment. Anyway, so yes, he bowls it, he goes, oh, it goes in a position, he goes, These bowls are shit else. And Stan's like, as I said, a true revealer of character, you know, because he's like he's the wise old old guy. So that's fine, lovely. Uh so then somebody comes out with a big bell. And uh, they go in and have have a couple of beers and you know, I suppose it's to break, you know, having a trough. They've got trifle and, uh, you know, there's a shot of uh, all this all this food on a table. So anyway, so Jack's there. He's been to the bar. There's a couple of drinks. He's like, well, we're general 1972 prices, these beers. And he says, so he has uh, Len, Norm, Stan. They're at this little bar table. Jack comes over with his beers. He's like, here you go, beers. And uh, so he, he says to them, says to, well, he just sort of says in general to any of them who wants to answer him, how long's all this been going on for, gentlemen? And Stan's like, well, you know, the first game of bowls in 1588, uh, Sir Francis Drake, blah, 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 and he sort of tiles onto a, onto a story. And he, so it's like his first... Uh, <laughs> His first sort of, you know, Sir Francis Drake story, which comes back if he, there's like a running gag, much like the swear jar. Anyway, so that's fine. And then sort of we see like a like there's a cut and the next transition is like everybody's beers are gone and there's an ashtray full of cigarettes and stands only just winding up his, his story. And there's another bell or something, I don't know, whatever on. And Jack's like, oh, sorry for wind up Stan. And he walks off. He goes to where all food is, gets himself a bit of trifle. And he says, um, who's there? Mrs. Jenkins, I think, and um, Gwen. And Stan's like, oh, I've got to say, ladies, this is the best damn trifle I've had, bar none. And uh, Gwen goes, swear jar, Mr. Simpson. And uh, he's like, swear jar, what's that? And she goes, it's a jar you put money in if you say fuck. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Anyway, so we're back out. The game sort of happens. Uh, is 
that what happens? Yep. Anyway, so the game sort of continues on. Anyway, then they're back in the uh, back in the uh, clubhouse after the game. Now there's a there's a wheel of cheese. We see a wheel of cheese. It's getting spun around. Jack cuts a slice of the wheel of cheese, which is on the bar for some reason. He then reaches his hand over the bar, and for another reason, there's like there's bread on the other side of the bar. Don't know why. So he gets his puts his puts the cheese in between that he's just cut. Puts the cheese in between a piece of bread, starts eating it, walks off, goes back to the table, and he's and somebody old Norm. He's like, "Oh yeah, so what do you do for a crust, Jack?" And uh, Jack's like, "Oh well, um, oh, <laughs> there's a bit I missed." So in between uh, the the wheel of cheese thing happening and uh, Jack's conversation about the trifle, when we see them playing the game again. Team next door, Jack bowls his bowl and it goes into the ditch. And anyway, the ladies next door, their game's a bit closer. And somebody's called for a measure, like say measure to see how close the bowl is to like the little the jack, I think they call it, which is a little white one. So Jack rolls his bowl, goes into the ditch, and he sees you know the team, the game next door. They've gone measure, and Jack's like measure, and the guy's like grow up. I think it's Stan. He's like grow up, son. It's like, nah, measure, I just want to be sure. And um, Len in the background is going, we don't have one long enough. Because <laughs> his bowl has gone into the ditch or wherever it's gone. All right. Um, yeah, so what have I oh, yeah, measure. Then we have the cheese wheel situation. Goes, gets his cheese, puts in his bit of bread. And then he goes back to the, uh, this is, uh, game's finished, gets his cheese. That We see that. And then he goes back to the... Uh, the bar table where they're all standing after the game. And uh, so he's, Norm, he's like, oh, what do you do for a crust, Jack? And he goes, oh, you know, IT, very high tech, yeah. Communications, work in IT, very high tech. You know, hard to explain to somebody of a, of a simple time. And he goes, oh, what do you do? What do you, what do, you do? And he goes, oh, I run my own business. And he goes, oh, yeah, good for you, good for you. Must have fond memories. And then he's like, and I still run it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it's like, oh, okay. Anyway, so he finishes his beer. It's like, oh, I've got to go. I'll see you later. So he goes, and then we see uh, Gwen. She's there talking to, I think, Edgar, who's behind the bar. And he's like, mark my words. Heads will roll. Heads will roll. Note it. Note it. And we're like, okay. Not really sure over what, but more on that uh, in a jiffo. Anyway, so then... Um, yeah, anyway, Jack's back home, laying back on the couch, drinking again. There's a lot of beer, a lot, like a lot of drinking happens in this uh, in this movie. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, lovely. And uh, so, he's, he's, so he's talking to Dave, his mate Dave, who's got like a little shrub he's trimming. And he goes, oh, you know, look, it's civilised. You can smoke like a chimney, cheap booze, food's free, you know. Not much chance of pulling a hammy down to Bowls Club. And because uh, Dave's like, oh, rolling balls with a bunch of oldies hard yards. And he goes, they're bowls. They're bowls, Dave, not balls. And uh, and then, you know, Dave has a Holden, EH, I think it is. Was it HR? He has an old Holden. We see when Jack first turns up home near the start of a film, we see he drives and he parks in front of a nice old Holden. So, Jack says to Dave, oh, some of those old Holdens in the car park are in better, better nick than yours, Dave. He's like, bullshit. And he goes, swear jar, Dave. What? Swear jar. And he's laying back on the couch. 
having a smoke of his. I think he's got. I think he smokes Winfield Blues. Winfield Blues. Classy, classy, classy. Lovely. Awesome. Now what's next? Oh, and then we see Bernie. He, so he, we saw him at the start of the film uh, presenting, you know, his plan for Bowls Club to Land and Eileen. And they're there talking uh, about, um, uh, you know, sort of, sort of, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, they're talking about, well, you know, you, the, the, uh, the clock's ticking, we've, we've decided, you know, the clock's ticking, you can't, uh, the club's going under sort of thing. You know, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, and then Eileen goes, well, we've decided to go a, a, the non-pokies route. And he's like, there's not a different route. You've got to ring pokey machines in. You know, they're programmed. They're programmed so people can't win, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, you've got to have pokies in your bowls club. Anyway, so they, they, they're like, you know, piss off, get out sort of thing. Anyway, so old Bernie leaves, but as he's leaving, because he has like a box full of papers, I guess, plants, whatever, he grabs the uh, the membership book off, off one of the side tables in the office area and uh, buzzes off and leaves. Lovely. And then we see Len on the phone. Oh, yes, Len's on the phone. This is like the next day. Len's on the phone. We see Jack at work, picks up. He's there talking to Len. Len's like... I've done the roster and I'm going to need you to work the bar. And now he says next Tuesday night. And then it, during the conversation, Jack's like, oh, great, Tuesday, tomorrow, only one more sleep. So he's having this conversation with him on a Wednesday. I mean, I don't know why Len couldn't just say, so tomorrow, Jack, you know, Tuesday, uh, can you come and run the bar for us? No, no. Anyway, so that's, that happens, having that conversation. And... Um, <laughs> and then um, that's cool, having that conversation, blah blah blah. And uh, the desk across from Jack's, there's a woman sitting there, and she's like, and after Len's like, um, you know, I'm gonna need you to run the bar. This lady says to Jack, "Hey Jack, we're still on. For, or hey babe, we're still on for tonight, tomorrow night." I think she says, "Just hey, we're still on for tomorrow night." And Jack's like, "Babe, have I ever let you down?" And then this lady gives like a a quizzical look of. Like, yes, plenty of times. Um, anyway, so he goes back to the phone. He's like, Len, you're a good egg. And Len's like, you know, you gotta got to realise that everything, hand, all hands on deck for this. Um, you know, we need you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, right, Tuesday, tomorrow, one more sleep, yippee, sort of thing. Well, I'll see you. See you there to run the bar. Actually, he says, do, do I get paid? And uh, Len's like, no, the only person who gets paid in this club is the greenkeeper. So he's like, yeah, yippee, tomorrow one more night. Lovely. Anyway, so there's the next day. Uh, <laughs> it's the next day. And uh, Jack's there. From, he turns up from work. He, um, oh, yeah, he's there. Uh, we see him in the car park, actually. And he's just getting his clothes changed, taking off his work whatever attire putting his bar gear on and we see eileen gwen and a third person who is nancy and she's the local bowls reporter yes she's the local bowls reporter lovely and uh anyway so jack's like oh hey nice pins and she turns around she goes fuck off and then you know uh (laughs) and then um 
Gwen's like, swear jar, swear jar. He's like, yes, I know, swear jar, swear jar. Oh, and actually, and as they're walking past Jack initially, we can hear them, uh, they're talking amongst themselves and hear like, oh, yes, this is the wheel of cheese, isn't it? Oh, because the wheel of cheese is a hot topic, right? The wheel of cheese, it is a hot, uh, hot topic. Lovely. Now, um, so that that's fine. <laughs> and then uh, uh, we see, you know, uh, Jack's there working the bar. And he goes over to the table. We've got Mrs. Jenkins, Eileen, Gwen. They're, they're sitting there. And they're like, oh, yes, we've been talking about you. And he's like, oh, good, I hope. And, and then um, Eileen jumps to her feet and she's like, well, actually, no. She goes, Jack, it's been brought to my attention that uh, last you know, Saturday after bowls, you helped yourself to a slice from the complimentary wheel of cheese. And he's like, yes. And uh, she's like, well, it's, it's um, what does she say? It's recognised, maybe? She, anyways, she's like, it's, it's agreed between all the members that for cheese is to only be used for the purpose of cheese and crackers, but you put yours, well, you used your cheese to make a sandwich. <laughs> and he's going like, you can't be serious, right? You can't be serious. And... Um, and he's like, you know, come on, a piece of uh, a piece of cheese between two bits of bread, as opposed to on the top of a cracker. Are they the actions of a sane man? And then he's like, can I get you a drink? And someone's like, oh yeah, Shirley Temple. And she starts getting all the coins out and counting them. And he's like, I'll be back in five. <laughs> and he walks off, back to the bar, yeah, you because know, he's just cleaning up, you know, uh, what do you call it? Vessels, cups, tumblers, all that stuff. Back to the bar. He's there talking to Stan. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's because he sees uh, Nancy. She's like, oh, yeah, she's she's from the Bowles, she's the Bowles Report. And he's like, oh, yeah, how exciting. And uh, and uh, Stan's like, oh, yeah, name's Nancy if you're interested. And Jack's like, no, I've not got a girlfriend. And then we hear that the woman we saw earlier, she's she's like, well, no, you don't. And he's like, oh, what's her name? I think it's Mandy because he turns around. He's like, oh, Mandy. And, she's, and he's like, what are you doing here? And she goes, returning your things. <laughs> And she throws a packet of cigarettes at him and leaves. And then Stan, he's just there, he just starts laughing. Lovely. Um, <laughs> anyway, so then um, the next bit there is later on in the day. And it's the, it's, the, it's the committee meeting of an AGM sort of thing. And uh, I'm hitting the microphone with my hand here a lot. I really apologize for that. And anyway, so Len's like, okay, well, we're, our financial situation... Is uh, best is is however much seven thousand one hundred eighty six dollars forty cents or something. It goes. It could be. It can be best. Uh, sorry. It can best be described as dire. And Gwen's like, because she's on the committee. She goes, all in favour of describing our financial situation dire. Uh, and then like a heap of people raise their hand up. So she's like writes it down like it's been second. And Len's just like, thank you, Gwen. Anyway, so I have a conversation about well, what we can, do, what can we do to make some more money or get some capital so we can pay off uh, the debt. I think uh, Len says they have thirty days possibly to pay it. I mean, as debts go, seven thousand, not a whole lot. But anyway, it's like we've got to pay pay the bill, uh, otherwise the club will have no other option but to dissolve. And everybody's like, oh. Anyway, so I have a conversation about. Uh, 
you know, well, how about we do this or do that or something else? And then um, somebody goes, oh, we could have like one of those parties where somebody all comes as their favourite decade. And um, <laughs> and and Len's, uh, or somebody was like, oh, we had one of those. It was a disaster. Everybody came to 50s. <laughs> and then and then they go, well, why don't we raise the price of beer? And everybody's like, oh, geez, oh, come on, more. And you hear somebody like in the background going, oh, what do you want me to do? Just give up drinking. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then Bernie stands up because he's in the crowd. And he's like, oh, oh, how about you put pokies in? And there's like a bit of a showdown, and Len's like, you know, get out of here. And he and Len's uh, Bernie's going, oh, you know. Has he showed you the plans that I've drawn up? We're going to put a carvery through there. All avenues, you know, you said you should um, explore all avenues, land, blah, blah, blah. Because actually somebody, after they after they have the conversation about, oh, well, should we put up beer? The person who goes, oh, do you want me to give up drinking? Said, oh, we'd, I'd rather put pokies in. And then, yeah, Bernie stands up and he's like, oh, you know, well, blah, 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 blah. And then Len's like, get out of here. Um. So there's a bit of uproar about that, and Len's like, this meeting's closed, I'm calling it closed. And he's, Bernie goes, Len sits back down, and then Gwen's like, you know, I've got something. Oh, and uh, so then Len goes, oh, oh, you know, calm down, everybody. Um, I'd like to, um, there's one other item on the agenda. And Gwen takes over, and she goes, um, actually, Len's like, yeah, there's one other item on the agenda, the wheel of cheese. And Jack's like, oh, you can't be serious. Anyway, so uh, Gwen goes, uh, <laughs> she's like, due to certain liberties taken by a particular member, the, uh, I think, the serving or the offering of a wheel of cheese will be temporarily suspended uh, and and there will be an investigation to be, to be held um, by a special subcommittee to be chaired by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what there, what is there to investigate. Like Jack had a piece of cheese in between a bit of bread, as opposed to on uh, on a cracker, which we've already had that conversation. Lovely. Um, so there's a little bit of a conversation. Like when they're going over, is when they're talking about uh, in the meeting, when they're talking about what can we do to have get more members. Somebody says, "Well, we could try and get some new people in." So. They, they, you know, whatever happens, they've uh, had the conversation about the, um, have have a conversation about the you know, wheel of cheese and whatever else. Anyway, so after that, uh, Stan says to to Jack, "Well, what are you what are you going to do to get some you know younger bowlers down at the club?" Sort of thing. Anyway, so it's the next day, and um, or well, I don't know. It's the next day, the next shot. Anyway, which could be the next day, days later, whatever. Anyway, so. Dave, uh, Dave's there. What's her name? Nancy, Jack, and the guy that uh, Jack told to go fuck himself. They're there having you know a bit of a roll, have a go of bowls and whatever else. And uh, <laughs> Dave, he he does a he does a bowl and he's like hey, hey, you know good. And then Stan's like he's bloody hopeless to somebody. Anyway, that's fine. But uh, anyway, there's there's a little bit there, but Dave's having a Dave's having a, a cigarette. Or he's smoking something, and and um, Jack's like, "What are you bloody doing?" And he's 
and Dave says, you said we could smoke? And he's like, yeah, but it's a bowls club, you know, old people, you bloody idiot. And Stan's like, you know, we often say used to grass some, but that's a bit over the top. He's got all these old sayings, Stan, love him. You anyway, know, so Jack takes his cigarette, goes and puts it in the ashtray. And on the other lawn, the uh, greenskeeper's there. And Jack's going, oh, you'd have, a, you'd have a bit of this stuff growing, wouldn't you, mate? In the, you know, you'd have a bit of this stuff growing in the shed. You know, you've got all the expertise, chemicals, equipment, you know, hey, hey, hey. And Jack, uh, sorry, and the groundskeeper says, Jack, well, you seem to know what you're talking about. And he's like, hey, 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 get back to work. Get back to work, you know. <laughs> and um, anyway, so they're all sort of there in a group after this. And Dave's like, um, oh, this is a great game. This is a really great game. Where'd it come from, Stan? And then Stan goes into his Sir Francis Drake story. Lovely. And we see see there's sort of like an aerial shot. There's a group of them there. um, Stan's talking to Dave about the Sir Francis Drake story. You know, 1588 is the best game of bowls ever. And there's a group around them of... uh, the ladies and and few, a few other people, and as the story goes on, they all sort of slow. They just sort of all walk off and just leave Dave and uh, stand in the middle of the the green. I guess you call it a green. Are uh, talking <laughs> about um, about uh, Sir Francis Drake and his game of lawn bowls. A lot happens in this film. A lot. Like I've just swipped, flop, swapped, flipped. I don't know. Flipped over to uh, the set. I've got two. I've got nearly three pages of notes here for this movie. Wow. Anyway, I'm going to have a break for a mojo, and uh, yeah, I'll be back just after this. But you're not going to know that I've actually had a break because I don't have a, a jingle or anything to put in this. Anyway, I'll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. I've taken on water and put a pizza in the oven so lovely anyway so uh <laughs> continuing on so the uh the next thing we see there's a there's a bingo night happening at the uh, at the bowls club and and uh gwen's like oh bingo who'd have thought it you know you know so they're playing bingo and uh dave he's the bingo master so he's up on the he's up on like a bit of a stage and he's got his bingo thing rolling around pulling out the number and he's you know going 88 Two fat ladies and legs 11. And there's, and he's like, <laughs> 44, two fat horse. <laughs> and the guy, someone's like, hey, 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 take it easy. And he goes, oh, you like the two fat ladies. And um, anyway, we see uh, Gwen, uh, Stan, and Len, you know, doing their bingo. I like, I love the look on Len's face at times when Dave, you know, he's rolling through and he's like 22, you know, whatever. 22, I don't know what he says. I don't even think 22 gets pulled out, but, he, you know, he'll be like 22 and Len's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's crossing it off on his thing. He's getting into it. He's getting into the bingo. Anyway, so uh, Stan says, he's like, right, so we've put ourselves in a tournament. I've entered us into a, a fours, team of four tournament uh, coming up. And they're like, oh, it's going to be held wherever. And like, oh, yeah, it's Bernie Fowler's joint. And um, and Gwen's like, yeah, look what's happened to his club, uh, Boggera. I think it's called Boggera Bowls Club. He's like, look what's happened to that. Used to be the you know, Buckingham Palace of Bowls. Now it's a pokey slum. <laughs> uh, so they're having that conversation. And, you know, Dave's going, you know, 88 two fat ladies. 22, whatever he says. At one point he's like, for, um, oh, I don't know what the number is. 
20 once and he's like stab me in the eye of a ballpoint pen or something and the guy's like yeah and i think actually when the guy's like hey hey, hey take it easy anyway uh <laughs> anyway so he's there you know 44 two fat oars and somebody has you know i'm not sure what they are but obviously if you have a problem with your voice box you have one of those things it's like a stick like a chapstick looking thing and you put up on your neck and it must obviously has a vibration that gives you a voice anyway so he calls out one of a number and he's like somebody's like bingo and everybody's going oh you know <laughs> which is that's just a i love it everybody's so um everybody's so wound up that they lost bingo anyway so then we see bernie in his office and he gets his goons in he's got like two goons and um he goes oh you know you got to suss out Jack Simpson for me. Who's this guy? Jack Simpson. Yeah, that's him. You've got to suss him out. So then they start doing like, they start doing stakeouts on on Jack, which is like ridiculous, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is funny. Um, anyway, that's... Uh, that's cool. And then, uh, so anyway, then we see Jack is in his, he's in a meeting and uh, his boss is there. For some reason, his boss is American. And he's, they're listening to, because they work in a call center, right? Jack works in a call center. So they're listening to calls and they're going, and they're like sort of dissecting them sort of thing. So they've just listened to a call about, uh, sorry, that Jack's former partner has just done and the guys excuse me and the um the boss is like oh yeah that's good you know she's she's uh, excuse me she's uh, mentioned the online s- service which is for 2002 I'm like okay she's mentioned the online service she's done this blah, blah, blah. and he has this whiteboard he's like i'm going to give that an 85.71 percent <laughs> like what a number he goes so what do we all think about that call and jack's sitting in the background he's like well i, I think it was uh I think she didn't do enough to meet the customer's needs. And it was too long, and Jack's like, and we need to keep tw- uh, calls to under 12 seconds so we can meet our quotas. So the boss is like, okay, righto. And then he's like, so let's just listen to one of your calls then, Jack. So he pushes play on his tape player. I, I mean, I suppose it's 2002, whatever. So then we hear Jack, he's on the phone, he's like, my name's Jack Simpson, you are good for nothing, layabout, ha! And it's like one of his mates, he's like, hey, Jack, how's it going? He's like, ah, oh, shit house. I've just had some lady on the phone, I told her to blow it out of her ass, she's going on and on and on. And then the guy he's talking to, he's like, oh, I assume it's Dave. He's like, oh, yeah, catch you later. He's like, yeah, I'll see you down the bowls club. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes I told our dumb fuck soup. <laughs> I told our dumb fuck supervisor we've got a migraine coming on. So I reckon I'll get the Arvo off. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know. Which <laughs> which is cool. And then um so the boss ends the ends the thing and Jack's like, oh, oh, maybe a little too long, otherwise I'd give it an eighty five point two one. And the guy's like, You're fired, Simpson. And then Jack's like, so how do we all feel about that? And just like, get out. Anyway, so then we see the next scene. Jack's there. He's got his box. He's got a box with just his obviously his office stuff, his desk stuff in it. Put it in the back of his car, and uh, parked up next to him, Bernie Fowler. And Bernie's like, oh, he goes, oh, I've noticed that three people 
at this club. Uh, three members of this club all have uh, addresses at the same, uh, all registered at the same address. And Jack's like, oh, is that right? And he's like, yeah, it'd be all right, you know. A couple of car parks, you can rent about. And he's like, and Jack's sort of playing call, uh, coy. And he's like, oh, okay, all right. So, so Bernie's sort of told him he's figured out the car, he's like, he's figured out the car park scheme. Well, also, I suppose his goons have probably, you know, done a bit, done a bit of work. And uh, Jack's like, uh, okay, righto. And then Bernie goes, 20, it's a going raid, isn't it? He goes, keep your 20. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could do an enterprising man like you around, around Jack. And he's, anyway, so they have their conversation. Jack goes into the um, club and he sees on the wall he's rostered on to play in this force tournament. So he sees Len and Len, he's like, Len, I don't want to do it. And Len goes, well, we need you for the numbers. And um, he's like, you know, we've got, um, and yeah, Len goes, you know, we need you for the numbers. And Jack goes, I want to, like, what about this? these people? They can't, you know, there's plenty of people here. Why can't they play? And Len's like, well, they're non-playing members. So Jack goes, that's what I want to be. And there's all this, like, once again, they're walking to the bar, get a beer, they go and sit down. And they walk past somebody who's sitting at a, sitting on a stool and he's got like a little hand radio and he's got a pipe. He's smoking a pipe, which is... You know, classy. And uh, so Jack goes, like, what about him? Why can't he Why can't he play for? And because uh, they walk to the bar, stands there, they get their beers, they go to the – they go to sit down. Anyway, cool. So, yes, they walk past uh, somebody. His name's Cliff. And Jack goes, why can't he play? And Stan goes, well, if only he could. And he goes, well, he's Cliff, he's Cliff, he's banned for life from the green for an incident that happened some 30 years ago. You know, you got the old talking. And um, so they sit down and, and Jack's like, so what happened? And Stan goes, oh, oh the details are a bit sketchy, you know, the passing and time and all. And, uh, <laughs> and Jack's like, oh, so you've got no problem with telling me what Sir Francis Drake had for breakfast in 1588, but, you know, the last 30 years, you're stumped. So Len's like, okay. So Len and um, uh, Stan tell Jack the story. And he goes, there was a game on and he goes, during an extended rain delay, I think he uses the term, there a few drinks were had and Len's like, oh, you know, it was a lot of rain. Nobody expects to go back on. But they did. <clears throat> and uh, Stan goes... One of the other mob, somebody on our team, uh, accused Cliff of not chalking, chalking a bowl that had gone into the ditch, which made Cliff apparently furious. And um, so Jack's like, oh, yeah, what happened? What happened next? And uh, Len goes, he headbutted him and then waited for the, ch- the bruise to come. And he put and he chalked it, and like while they're telling the story, they're all like, you know, cackling and starting to laugh, and it gets, you know, they're a bit like, oh. And then Len's like, you know, I don't, I don't want you, don't want you telling that story, you know, anymore. It's not funny. It's not funny. And it's like, oh, okay, right. Anyway, so then, um, you know, uh, Jack's like, oh, well, where do him under a false name? And um, they're going, oh, no, he wouldn't have it. And so Jack's like, oh, you know, I've run your, I've run your bar, I've lost my girlfriend and my job. You know, I'm I'm done. And uh, Len's like, no, you're, you know, he gives him like, no, you're not. We'll see you whatever day to to play. 
He's like, okay, lovely. And uh, we'll you know, see you, uh, what, uh, when, yeah, any, whenever um, the day. Anyway, so then we see them, they're pulling up in the car park, getting out of Stan's old Holden, which I think actually might be a, I think that's an EH. Get out. They go into this bowls club and there's poker machines and you can hear like, you know, they make those dumb noises. Anyway, so they're walking through. And then we, this is the first game of the tournament. Then we see them there. They're in the um, change room, I guess. And Jack's there like, you know, come on, you know, war, we'll, we'll crush them like ants. Anyway, but all the oldies are like, oh, yeah, have you got a – they've got their pills out. So he's like, oh, yeah, you got a, you know, tenoxin. Oh, yeah, I'll swap you for a tenorman. Oh, anybody got a Celebrex or whatever. So they haven't had pills. And anyway, so Jack gets up. And Norm has like a bowling, it's a bowling arm. So you know one of those things, you, you see people, they pick up rubbish. It's like an extended arm. It's got a handle on one end and it's got like a claw, like a gripper on the other end. Well, Norm's got one of them so he can play bowls. And they're like, what's this? And uh, they, and then Len and um, Stan are like, oh, that's Cliff's bowling arm. He's got a bung, you can't bend over. He's got a bung hip or bung knee or whatever. So he's like, oh, yeah, right, oh. Bowling arm, eh? I get it. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, whatever else. Anyway, so they're like, right, it's time for games. So they leave the, clock, leave the uh, change room. And then they're there sitting next sort of bit we see them. They're there sitting next to the uh, the green on a bench. And uh, Jack's there. He has his bowl in, well, something. And he's uh, moving his arms like up. Up and in an up and down motion, and he's like polishing his bowl. That's what he says. He's polishing his bowl. Anyway, so the other team come out and they've got like some Larry shirt on, and he's like, and they're like, "Geez, they they look shit ass," you know. And so they're having a conversation about how they're not wearing the the regular white clothing, which is fine. They get up, grab their bowls, go go over and uh, play. And this bit is bizarre. I do not get this at all. Anyway, but Len says to Jack, he's like, what are you doing? And Jack goes, I'm polishing me bowls, Len. And Len's like, he says, they're my underpants. Why is he, why? That's, I mean, you you could watch this film and you say it's got some problems. Okay. Um, But that is, it's bizarre. I don't really get it that bit anyway that's fine and they go in there then um they're playing the game's the game's taking shape now the team city side they're called i don't think i ever mentioned that but yeah anyway so they're called city side bowls club so they're going to um but the, the game is they're going to win it anyway jack's the last bowler and um stan tells him put the ball in the ditch and he's like oh no I'm going to bowl the flipper and he's like what what what's the flipper and he goes I'm going to make the bowl the bowl you know swing left make it swing both ways and uh Stan's like you can't make the you can't make the bowl bend both ways he's like I'll look and learn anyway so he bowls the flipper which doesn't pay off and as a result they lose the game so they lose the game, which means they're out of the tournament, which means they can't get the prize money to then pay off the club's debt. Drama. Absolute drama in this film. Drama. 
I mean, it's a decent sport. I mean, like, it's an okay sports film. But, like, that's what it is. It's it's a sports movie about lawn bowls. Anyway, so they're there in the club. They're there having a beer in the clubhouse, drinking again, and um, Stan, like, so Len and uh, Stan are, like, they're getting ready to go. Jack's like, oh, it's almost next week. And Stan goes, um, no, there's not. We're out of a tournament now, thanks to you. And so there's there's a little bit of they have a little bit of a talking to, well Len has a little bit of a talking to uh, Jack and he's like you know making fun of Norman his bowling arm that gets up my goat and um, or like Len's uh, well they say you know you you've, you and your flipper we're out for tournament so we can't you know save the the bowling club anymore and Len's like I can handle that but I can't deal with you making fun of Norm. And Jack's like, oh, he can handle that, handle it. And he goes, and then Len's like, shut up and listen. <laughs> and he goes, and then he, he says, you know, oh, he's, his leg's going to come off tomorrow. He's got cancer, it's not well. So it's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a talking to. Anyway, so then they all leave. Um, so it's like, all right. Then this is the first of a couple of uh, things we see, and it's the spinny newspaper, you know, still for news music. And we see a spinny newspaper with like the headline. Of a sassy back headline from the uh, the bowls reporter from Nancy and the bowls reporter. So when we see <laughs> this this bit's um this bit's all right. Oh, and we see Bernie's goons taking pictures of Jack, sort of uh, getting uh, money for his car parks as well. Anyway, so um, where he's in the car park and Nancy walks past him and he's there anyway. He's like. Hey, 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 you, you. So he stops talking to the guy about the car park and runs after her. And he's like, oh, you know, nice, uh, nice article in the bowls, in the um, nice article about the lawn bowls. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's all right. And then he goes, oh, um, uh, and he's like, oh, uh, like it's tucked up in the back of the, in, on the back page where nobody can see it. Anyway, as soon as he says that, they walk, because they're on the street, that somebody walks past them and goes, hey, no, nice article, Nance. And she's like, you know, thanks. And then the um, and then Jack's like, "Oh, piss off, mate," or something. And the guy's like, "Still looking for your bowl?" <laughs> so there's a bit of banter on the street there, uh, which is um, which is funny. Anyway, so Nancy says to um, <laughs> that Nancy says to Jack, "Oh, well, whatever club, you know, they've had to pull out. They've gone under. So you guys are back in the tournament now. No thanks to you and your, you know, your flipper." And um, Jack's like, oh, you're joking, you're joking, sort of, you know, thing. You know, happy about that. So, you know, they were out of the, out of the tournament. Now they're back in. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way any good um, sports sort of film works, doesn't it? The home team struggling. They get into a, a tournament to save, to save themselves. Doesn't quite work out, but then there's a miracle. Something happens, and then they're back in with a chance. Yep, that's happening right here. Anyway, so that's cool. And then, uh, so then this later on in the day, we see this is an interesting shot. We see Len getting his hair cut, and he's talking to the I look barber shop, I suppose. And the guy there's um, guy there's uh, you know finishing off Len's haircut. So, and we see this in a mirror. This is a lot like sort of like oh, actually no, it's not really. I was going to say it's a lot like uh, what. I talked about the other week uh, in in Colombo, but it's not really. But anyway, Len's 
sitting down. We see his back that's on the screen, but we see, of course, his front on the on the mirror in the barbershop. The head, the the barber's standing to his left, the, and they're they're talking about. Oh, it's good news! You're back in the tournament. The barber then moves to reveal the villain of the film, Bernie Fowler, sitting next to Len. Now, and Len's like, oh, Bernie Fowler. I don't know how Len could not know he was there anyway. I mean, it's like the barber's not huge. He's not a screen. He can't block off, like, the whole other side of the barbershop, right? Anyway, so Bernie says... This is funny too. Bernie says to the uh, barber, he's like, oh, just a bit, a bit off the back and sides when you get a minute. Thanks, pal. Now, Bernie has no hair. He, Oh, he's bald on top. He does have hair like from ear to ear, like around his, the back of his head. So he literally only has a bit like the back and sides, really. My pop, he, uh, he, his hair was like that. He had no hair on top, but he had hair around the back of his head. Interesting look. Anyway, he's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, bit of back and sides when you get him into things, power. And um, Len's like, oh, I always thought you'd be so evil that you'd cut your uh, cut your own hair, uh, Bernie. Anyway, so there's a little bit of a talk about that. And then uh, as uh, Len's there paying up, Bernie uh, is sort of saying, oh, because Len says, we rejected your offer. It was unanimous. And Bernie's like, oh, well, I mean, unanimous. You know, I only have to be talking to one, I only have to be one person to go against that for it to not be unanimous. And um, Len's like, oh, is there a rat in the ranks? And uh, so Bernie's like, oh, they're your words. You know, I don't have to be one person I'd have to be talking to for it to not be unanimous. And anyway, so Len leaves. Bernie's like, says to the barber, oh, yeah, you know, in your own time, pal, sort of thing. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, lovely. Now, what happens next? Where have mine, I mean, I've got notes, Bernie's goons. What happens here? Okay, so that's, uh, yep, Bernie's goons, news article, back in the tournament, back in sides. Ah, right. So, st- <laughs> Oh, there's an absolute doozy of a line coming up. I reckon it's one of my favourites. Cool. So we see Jack's back. He turns up. I don't know where he's even been because he doesn't have a job at this point because he's been fired. Anyway, he turns up back home, stands there and answers if there's Dave is there. And you know what? They're on the booze because Stan has brought around some of his home brew for tasting to celebrate Cityside being back in a tournament. Anyway. So there is a bit of a montage of them basically getting hammered or, you know, trying out some of Stan's homebrew. Oh, and there is a point where Stan's like, he goes, oh, you know, when it when it goes flat, it's great for washing your hair, which is like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so that happens. Stan leaves and uh, so they're all a bit bit hungover. And Nancy's like, now this is, this is a, you know, one of the problems with the film. Nancy goes... Oh, geez, one more drink, I'd be anybody's. So then Jack pours her another beer. Okay, and you're like, right. Anyway, so next morning at the uh, at the game, uh, the next game, and Len's talking to Joe, who's must be in charge of this, this. He's like the guy. He's the Len of this other bowls club. So they're talking, and I uh, was saying, oh, you know, Jack's not here. Um, looks like we're going to have to forfeit the game. So they're out of the tournament again. Or are they? 
stay tuned. So um, they're having a talk and, um, you know, Joe's like, oh, you know, we were struggling too. And then whatever club went under and, um, you know, we got a lot of their members which helped us. And um, so they're just, you know, uh, having a chat about that. And uh, so then they're all on like a sort of like a balcony and Jack turns up in his dats and, you know, hooning around, parks in the car park. Gets out, Nancy's with him. They start running to um, come into the. Uh, they're looking dishevelled. They start run to have a look to come into the the club rooms, and everybody's like up on the uh, the balcony looking down on them. So Jack's sort of looking up, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you can blame Stan, bloody homebrew. Get that shit down to forensics, blah. You know, classic stuff. Anyway, so then next shot is they're out on the green. And, uh, you know, um, Stan's, Stan, Jack's having a couple of sandwiches. He's like, yeah, good, yeah, good sandwiches, ladies, top stuff, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Stan says to Jack, oh, you, you know, party on, partied on, uh, did you, did you last night? And he goes, oh, Jack's like, oh, you had a, you had a couple of quieties. And Stan goes, oh, I hope you weren't on the job. And uh, Jack's like, oh, what's, what's it to do with you? Like, yeah. And, uh <laughs> Uh, this next bit, I don't know why it's funny, but... Oh, also, here's a side note. Because, of course, Norm was in their team bowling, but he only played the first game. Now, we're here at the second game, and they've got a new new person to bowl. So, But the question is, why couldn't, of the person they get in, uh, Ron, I remember his name is, why couldn't have he played the first game instead of Jack, for example? There's a thought for you. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so um, Stan says to Stan says to Jack, hope you went on a job, and he's like, why? And Stan goes, well, you know, sports people have performed better if they, and he's like, yeah, and he goes, if they've abstained, I can't even say the word, abstained, from sex the night before a big game, you know, the night before a match. And uh, Jack's like, oh, so that's why you blokes are so excellent bowlers and you haven't had a decent route since 1943. <laughs> and then Ron, who's standing in the background, he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll have you know I go off like a firecracker in the sack. <laughs> and then Jack's like, Ron, not while I'm eating and then they all sort of they disband anyway so they play the game uh city side win and then jack he's there having a he's having a cordial very conservative i think he's having a cordial after the game and uh dave's like you know good job blah blah, blah and good stuff and jack's like I'm, I'm going and dave goes well i think uh, you're required to have an ale and Jack's like, what? And he goes, oh, you know, rule, whatever, you know, I have to report you to the governor. And he's like, what are you on about? He goes, oh, the governor's the highest, you know, she's the highest, um, oh, blimey, the highest, you know, lord of the land when it comes to bowls, you know, the governor. So uh, I'll, uh, you know, have to report you to the governor. One call to her, you're out on your ass, pal. So they have a conversation about the governor, which... Sort of comes up again later. Um, yeah. I might go and uh, check to see how my pizza's going. It's been in for like, I don't know, 20 minutes, I think. So, yeah. i gotta, I, I got to pause for myself again. Hey, everybody. 
So I've had my pizza. That was uh, solidly okay. Now, while I was having my pizza, though, I was thinking, when uh, the, the story went about uh, whoever going off like a firecracker in the sack, I couldn't remember if I said Len said that or Ron said it. Ron said it, because Jack goes, Ron, not while I'm eating. And while I was having my pizza, I was like, oh, did I say it? Len said it, because he didn't. Ron did. Anyway, let's move on. So the next bit, um, you know, have the game. Dave's like, oh, yeah, get you done to the governor. So the next scene, I like to think it's probably the next day. I don't know. Eileen, Len, and Stan are confronting Jack about his car park situation because they have had pictures of Jack renting out his car parks sent to them by Bernie Fowler and his goons, because Bernie's goons have been, uh, you know, yeah, on a stakeout. That's it. And Len reads out a letter saying, oh, you know, Cityside Bowls Club, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, Bernie Fowler. So then there's a conversation about, uh, well, how do you know about this? And uh, Jack said, well, Bernie told me that he knew about the car park, Bizzo. And um, so uh, Len bans or expels Jack from the club. So he's, 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 he's out. So Jack gets back home. He's talking to Dave, and Dave says that he has applied for a membership. And, and uh, Jack's like, oh, you get Gwen on the phone. You're at all the games expert on the rules. And uh, so Jack goes, um, well, I think we'll find you're, you're already a member. And uh, Dave goes, what do you mean? Nobody, why hasn't anybody said this to me? And he goes, well, I'll use your real name, Albert, Albert David Jackson. <laughs> Whereas if I recall, at the start of a film, at the start of a film, when they're going through the uh, people who can, who, members, why can't they play? I'm sure um, Eileen, she's like, Albert Jackson. And I, yeah, and uh, Len's like, ah, moved up the Gold Coast or something. And um, yes, so that was, <laughs> that was fun. Um, cool. Anywho, so then, uh, so Jack has been replaced in the team by Edgar. Once again, did they really need Jack in the first place? Because, look, they had Norm. Also, it was, uh, you had, uh, so the team started off with, uh, it was Stan, Len, Norm, Jack. Okay, but when, of course, Norm went after the first game, Ron came in. So why couldn't they have had Ron instead of Jack in the first place? And then when Norm left, brought Edgar in. You know? Anyway. So we're playing their game. And we see Jack. He's like up against the fence watching them play. Because he's he's no longer playing, of course. He's been expelled. And, uh, you know, jubilation because they've won. And they're going to... Where are they going? The semis, I think. Going to the semifinals. So they're all happy about that. Um, yeah. Oh, and there's a spinny newspaper as well at some point. It's like... And it has, you know, the zany headline, whatever. Uh, yeah, Jack's replacing team. Now, they have that game, they win it, and, you know, it's, whenever this happens, next day or whatever, we see uh, we see Jack comes into the club, and uh, Edgar, I think it is, he's like, well, you're not welcome here. And Jack goes, well, I think you'll find Rule 17. I can't be expelled from the club um, until the meeting of the next committee, which I believe is in 10 days' time. So he just walks back in. And then as he's doing that, he walks into the kitchen uh, because uh, Gwen, she's in the kitchen. 
So Jackson is getting whatever he needs uh, because he's got to go behind the bar. Okay, lovely. So um, that's that's fun. And then uh, as he's in the kitchen, he runs into the groundskeeper again, and he's like, "What are you doing in here? Go get out!" You know, my fee's being wasted of you in here. You know, blah, blah, blah. and he has a bit of banter with Gwen because she's making some scones. Um, and Jack's like, "Oh, what's that gruel?" You know. Anyway, so Jack then leaves the kitchen. Um, the groundskeeper, of course, has left the kitchen, and they are having a. And then Gwen goes, and she's like, I'm onto something. I've just found these herbs in the fridge. And she holds up like a, a Ziploc bag which has green stuff in it. It looks like grass. Um, oh, and there's also in this, there's a bit of a swear jar as well. If you uh, want to throw that in, there's a you know, swear jar. Swear jar. Anyway, so that's uh, that's all fine and dandy. So Jack's back. And then he's back in the team. So he's, uh, they're playing again, and Jack, he, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he's back in the team, and they win the, win that game, uh, and, uh, you know, Stan, he says to, says to Jack again, just put it in the ditch, you know, we've won it, which he does, and he gets a little bit of a tip of the hat, and a tip of the hat's, you know, good, apparently, and, um, uh, yeah, lovely. Now, we see Bernie, he's talking to his goons. Again, he loves talking to his goons. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Bernie's talking to his goons about, uh, you know, City Side uh, in the final, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, radio. He goes, I thought we dealt with Jack. And, he, and they're like, nah, well, he's back. Uh, so, okay, right, interesting. So, we then see uh, City Side, they're having a bowling, having a bowling, no, they're having a dress up party. And Bernie says to his goons, he's like, oh, yes, City Side having a dress up party tonight. Oh, it's, Interesting, isn't it? Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we see from there having a party, dress a party at uh, at at the bowls club, and Jack. I t- now, this is this is another thing about this film. You're like, okay, how'd this go down? So it's 2002. Bit of unrest in Iraq. Uh, you could suggest, and uh, Jack he's he's dressed up as Saddam. <laughs> That's his. And actually, somebody says to him, oh, I was like, oh, they say you're not a bad bloke, Sturm, compared to a prick who usually runs this bar. He's like, oh, get stuffed, Ron, who's like got a safari hat on. Anyway, so they're having their fancy dress party. Bernie's there and uh, dressed as Elvis. Mm. Bernie's there dressed as uh, dressed as Elvis. So, you know, Jack's on the bar, goes down, he goes, oh, what can I do for the king, you know? And then uh, he's like, oh, what can the king do for you? And he takes his glasses off. Big reveal. Drama. Bernie. So, and then, anyway, Stan turns up, who's dressed as uh, Sir Francis Drake, and he goes, oh, I hope the king knows a little bit about the law because he's, uh, you know, in violation of his restraining order. And Bernie goes to... uh, Says to Stan, oh, yeah, long time no see. What have you come dressed as a toffee apple? <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. It's not really that funny. Anyways, that's fine. So then um, Bernie leaves. Stan goes to call the police. Dave comes over and Jack's like, can you watch the bar for me? And he's like, the Mad Hatter's off tap. The Queen Mum's got one, I don't know, in the... In the oven, no, not the oven. He's like, yeah, if a mad hat is off tap, 
the Queen Mum's got one in the, I don't know, or she's got got one in the fridge. Uh, he says something. The Queen Mum's got the Queen Mum's got one, and everybody says, that. Oh, "I'm not really sure." Anyway, Nancy says she's taking photos, and uh, Jack goes, "Hey, Nance, come on." Anyway, so we see uh, Stan says Stan's at the phone. Elvis goes, Jack follows, and Stan's like, oh, Brian, don't. And I said, we see Jack's talking to uh, Bernie. Bernie takes his wig off, so you can see his bald villain head. And uh, it's got the classic, you know, like the camera noises, and like you see like a still, you know how that goes. So somebody says, taking photos. Safe to assume Nancy, because she had a camera. So um, they're chatting, lovely, and then... Uh, and then we see Gwen, we see Gwen, no, we don't. We see Jack and Nancy chatting at the bar and Stan's like, hey, what's going on? And um, and uh, Jack's like, calm down, Stan, everything's under control. And he's like, radio sedan. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, we have the uh, the next next day, whatever, it's the baking competition. So um, Gwen, she was making her scones, right, that she put the herbs in for the baking competition right so they determine that uh, Gwen's lovely pumpkin and herb scones are the winners it's the, it's the best recipe in the uh, baking comp lovely and uh, that's all fine and there's a little bit of a conversation you know uh, Stan's not at the I don't know baking competition thing it's at the bowls club Stan's up there so Len asks uh, Jack if he can go and get uh, pick up some bowls, stands new bowls. And he's like, "Yep, can do that." And then <laughs> Eileen gives him a raffle tickets for a meat tray because they were, they're having a com- when Jack turned up and said, "I can't be expelled from the club." They were having a conversation about, um, "Oh, what, you know, we should get a meat tray." And so, and Dave's like, "Geez, want to be a big bastard?" And then he's like, "Gwen, she went swear jar, Dave." He's like, "Yep." Um, so he, anyway, takes his raffle tickets for the. What do you call it? Meat tray? Yep. And uh, leave. Anyway, they see Bernie's goons once again staking out, and they rib them. They're like, well, if you're going to be staking out at a bowls club, maybe you need an old car, blah, blah, blah. Also, you can hear me rustling this around. Last page of notes. So things are wrapping up. Things are going to be wrapping up, everybody. Anyway, so uh, Jack goes to get his... Um, Jack goes to get his... Gets his... Get his... Uh, no, Jack goes to get Stan's bowls and Dave's standing at front of a bowling joint and he gives him the um, raffle tickets and he's like, come on, try and sell something for that meat train. And there's some guy walks past and Dave's like, hey, you want to buy a raffle ticket for a meat train? And the guy's like, piss off. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just funny. Anyway, so um, we see then, uh, so Jack's gone, Got to, he's got um, Stan's bowls. Then the next uh, next bit we see... Jack comes back to the, uh, what is this? Ah, right, yep. I had to just read my notes like, what? I'm going in the right direction with what I was about to say. So Jack turns back up at the uh, bowls club, talks to, uh, and he's like, you know, you wouldn't believe this, Eileen. We've sold every single raffle ticket. And she's like, excellent. And then she goes, why'd you do it? And she's like, why? And he, he goes, do what? And uh, she goes, so we found this in the fridge. Um, uh, Gwen used them in her scones. So Jack sits down at the table with Eileen. He opens up the bag and he has a sniff and a look. And he's like, oh, it's hydroponic. Oh, it's only been harvested, you know, in the last uh, few days. And um, 
Gwen's like, oh, so you seem to know, seem to know a lot about this, and um, seem yeah yeah seem to know a lot about this, and uh, Jack goes, look, I did a year and a half of horticultural studies, and he goes for eighty dollars a year. I could park here across the road from uni. And then Eileen's like, I thought you got the car parked because it was across the road from from your work. And he goes, I work there because it's across the road from my car park. <laughs> so Eileen's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, Jack's going, you know, it's not my marijuana. And she doesn't really believe him. Oh, she probably sort of does, but she's like, you know, whatever. And she uh, takes him outside and they're all there laying down on the grass and they're, you know, here laughing and going, oh, you're and Ron's going, I don't like it. Cause that's like his catchphrase. He says that a few times. Oh, I don't like it. Lovely. And <laughs> anyway, so the next day we see them there, they're making sandwiches, getting ready for, uh, getting ready to go to the final. They're all there getting uh, loaded onto the bus and uh, Jack turns up and he's got his, you know, dress prop. He's got a tie on and whatever else. And Gwen and, uh, yeah, Gwen's like, oh, hell's bills. And I think Jack's like, swear jar, Gwen. Anyway, so they uh, get in the bus. They, and they, Edgar, he's driving the bus. And somebody, I think Eileen, she's like, you know how to drive this? And he goes, oh, I used to drive the school bus. So then they see him driving down the road and the door and the bus is like opening and closing. And somebody's like, you could not drive a nail through a piece of wood, Edgar. <laughs> Which is funny. Anyway, so they turn up at Boggara Bowls Club, Bernie Fowler's. Bowls Club for the final of the tournament they've entered so they can win their 10, well, I don't know actually how much money they win. We'll say 10 grand. I've no, no, no idea. So they can win their money, pay off their seven and a half grand debt and save Cityside Bowls Club. So things, this is where things start to heat up. Anyway, so they go to go into the Bowls Club and there's a security guy there and he's like, oh, can I uh, have their... Tupperware of sandwiches, and the guy's like, "Oh, um, uh, what are you in? What's in your containers?" And one of the ladies is like, "Oh, sandwiches! They're our lunch. You know, we, would you like to try one?" And the guy's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to confiscate those." And they're like, "What are you? What are you doing? They're stealing our lunch! Oh no!" Anyway, old Bernie's watch in his office watching this, and he's like, "Oh, I like sandwiches. I hope there's some cheese ones in there." <laughs> uh, references, and. Uh, so Len's like, what's all this about? And the guy goes, oh, uh, you have to buy your lunch here. It's in the caterer's contract. It's like, okay, people have got to buy their lunches. I mean, okay. And he's like, oh, well, we can't afford to buy our lunch. We haven't got any money. And the guy's like, well, tough titties. So they're sort of, you know, disgusted. Anyway, they walk in. And uh, is this where all the dramatic music happens? Yes. There's dr- dr- dramatic music. Like, <laughs> As we see, the reveal of the, the complex of the um, all the bowling greens. And then we've got Len, Stan, Jack and Ron walking along uh, to uh, you know get ready for the game. Then, plot twist. Absolute pro- plot twist. Some uh, coppers... Uh, oh, Len starts reminiscing about, uh, you know, 1943. Because I think he says, oh, the first game I played for Cityside was in 1943 or something or other. I'm not sure. I think something like that. 53 maybe? Uh, who knows? Anyway, so they're, they're reminiscing. And then Len gets arrested 
for the cultivation and sale of marijuana, which is, uh, and they're like, oh, well, okay, so they're in flux because land's been taken away. They need four people. There's only three of them. Now, I do have a gripe with the time frame here. Oh, well, actually, hmm. Well, could, I don't know, be interesting to see what, how, I'll just get, continue with what I'm saying. I have no idea. Uh, yes, so Glenn, sorry, Glenn, Len gets taken away. Now we see Jack on the phone. He's on the phone to Dave. Dave's outside. He walks around the corner of a bowls club and there's always police there, sniffing dogs, and they've got all these, all these marijuana plants. Anyway, so Dave's like, yep, okay, okay, okay. So then Dave goes back to, uh, Glenn, uh, to Eileen and Gwen. He goes, right, Jack's got a plan. Let's try it. Let's, let's see what it's, see if we can, uh, do it. Anyway, so we all pile into uh, Gwen's car and she turns it on and uh, Dave's like, radio Gwen, come on, let's go. And she and she's like, it takes a minute to warm up. So she did blah, 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 just idling her car. Anyway, so they're driving along the road, not necessarily at breakneck speed, but they're driving along the road. And, uh, you know, Jackie says to the other guys, like, it's okay. Um, uh, there's a, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Dave's moving like the wind. Got a plan. Now, we see Nancy. She tries to get into, gets into the bowls club, but she's not allowed in because a little bit earlier when uh, Bernie's talking to his goons, he says, under no circumstances, this Nancy, I think Nancy Brown, is to enter the Bogota Bowls Club because she writes something about him in the, in the bowls section of, of whatever the paper is. Um, actually, I think this happens when Bernie's talking to his goons just before he, the... Uh, dress-up party, if I recall properly. So Nancy's not allowed in. Anyway, so then we see then, um, we see, <laughs> we see uh, Dave, Gwen and Eileen pull up at a big grand gate. There's a gate dude there comes over and they're there to see the governor in regards to bowls. So the guy's like, oh, bowls, why didn't you say I'll let you in? So we see them there, they're having a conversation with the governor who apparently has a bowling green on her um, estate. Could I say that? And she's there having a, having a bowl, and she's like, "Radio, well, I'll see what I can do." So they're obviously laying out their plan to her. They all like embrace her and then back off because the security guy saying he's like, you know, easy. So a plan has been um, relayed to the governor. Lovely. So. They have a uh, so the other team, the team, we'll go back to the bowls club. The team's there, and the I guess the two officiators are saying, Well, and Bernie's like, Well, you know, you're gonna have to forfeit, you can't field a team. Now, this is where I'm skeptical of the time, like the time that's passed, because Jack says we can't be disqualified until 15 minutes after the official start time, okay? And he says, We'll bowl. By my watch, we've still got seven minutes left until we can field a team. So I'd be interested to know the time, like how far before the game was Len arrested? Because he was arrested before the game was to start. And then Jack's had to come up with his plan. He's had to call Dave. Dave, Gwen and Eileen have had to drive to the governor's 
Right. The governor has then, and they've had their meeting with the governor, and apparently there's still seven minutes left until the start of the game. So, sorry, there's seven, well, we're still not, yeah. Anyway, there's still time left until they would have been 15 minutes past the scheduled start time. How's, I'd be interested to know about that time frame, personally. Anyway, lovely. So, um, well, it happens. Now, what happens is then Cliff comes out. He's got his gear on. And uh, Cliff, he has been pardoned by the uh, governor. He has been unbanned from the green. Now, this doesn't go down well too with, it doesn't go down too well with Bernie. And Jack says to Stan, well, he you know, didn't like that. And Stan goes, yes, that's the story of part of the story we didn't, we didn't tell you. The guy that Bernie, uh, sorry, the guy that Cliff had butted, Bernie. So they all have like a bit of a <laughs> laugh about that. Lovely. Oh, and also when all this happens, uh, Nancy, she gets into the, uh, the bowls club because she goes and she puts uh, changes. She puts, she puts the whites on and sneaks in that way. Has a hat on till I keep her head down. She walks in. She'll come up in a mo- moment. Lovely. Anyway, so that's fine. And then there's I like there's a there's like a I don't know what he is like a uh, a commentator I guess there at at the game and he's um you know uh, announcing the city side team and he's like oh it's Dave Hollywood Oak you know and the guy comes out and he's got like zinc cream on like he's going to be playing cricket or something he's like yeah you know and he's like oh yeah it's a the Lothario of the game, water his name, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so there's this old guy comes out. What's his name? Stapler. He comes out. He has his cap on, headphones on. Looks like he's got a cassette player on his belt. And remember at the start of the film, I said that uh, somebody in an old Ford pulls out across Jack when, uh, when he's leaving the lights, and Jack mouths him off. It's the same guy. And Jack notices this. And there's like, you know, in Goodfellas, there's the the Zoom dolly thing. It makes things look a bit distorted. That happens to Jack, like on Jack's face. And he's like, shit. And then we see the same music playing again that we heard at the start. And old Stapler, with his hat on, just casually walking out. So we're like, right, this is this going to be formidable. Anyway, so the game the game happens and there's, you know, the guy there's making quippy commentary sort of, you know, things, which is, it's amusing just to listen to. And we hear there's a scene there changing ends for, I think, changing end for the last bowl, are they? Uh, yes, they're changing ends for the last bowl. And we hear over to PA, it's like, oh, local boy, like Steve Pebble, at the age of 98, has been off, has been uh, offered? No, has been, yeah, offered a lifetime membership of the Boggara Bowls Club, <laughs> which is like a good little joke there for you. Anyway, so Stan comes down. He has a look at the head of the um, – has a look at the, the game for the last bowl. Dramatic music, Stan, bowls, jubilation. They have won. Cityside Bowling Club have won the game. And then they turn around. Stan 
and he's on the ground. He's on the deck. So they all run up and um, so Stan, he's not well, he's down, he's on the mat. Then uh, so Bernie then comes out and he's protesting. He's like, well, I think you'll find that Stan was unconscious before that, you know, bowl hit the, uh, was before the bowl stopped, I think, or came to rest. I think he uses that term. So I'm, you know, lodging an official protest and everybody's booing, booing him. And uh, uh, so, you know, he's not happy about that anyway. So then there's a, we see Stan gets taken away because somebody calls an ambulance. So he gets taken away in the ambulance. Look, this, the podcast is, it's a long podcast, this. It's wrapping up soon. I, I probably should it's wrapping up soon. So Stan gets taken away uh, to the hospital. Then uh, Bernie says to, or sorry, the adjudicators say to Bernie, we think that the it should be re-bowled. We've decided. And then I don't know why. I don't, I don't know what authority Bernie has, old Bernie Fowler, but he's like, well, you're fired, you hopeless fucking idiots. So then they just look at each other and walk off. And then... Um, so that's sort of not really much, but they agreed to it. They he's like, okay, well, we should be bowled by the next bowled by somebody else. So Jack's like, Cliff, you know, you do it. And so he sort of goes to get his bowl, and then uh, Bernie says, well, actually, it should be bowled by the next person, you know, in sequence. And they're going, and Jack's like, yes, okay, great. And then he sort of stops and he goes, oh, that's me. So, <laughs> so we. Uh, so he's there and he's like, there's only one thing for it. And Ron's like, not the flipper. And he goes, yep, the flipper. So they line up and there's somebody in the crowd. Actually, it's uh, Norm. He's like, oh, the boy's got to bowl a flipper. He's a, he's a bloody idiot. And so he bowls the flipper. And the flipper, the flipper pays off. And we could, there's a tracking shot of the flipper, of the, of the bowl, you know, swerving left to right. So the flipper pays off. And actually, on the DVD, there's like a special, uh, there's like a behind the scenes, and I think that bowl, well, some they had like remote control ones, so they could drive the bowls how they wanted to. And there's a scene of the Mac. There's a there's a bit on the special features actually of them making this, for this last bit and doing the flipper, and you can then they're driving the bowl so it'll swerve left to right. So the flipper pays off. City side of one. And then the same person, Norm, who was like, oh, the boy's a bloody idiot for bowling the flipper. He's like, I told you, he's a genius. The boy's a genius. So they're all happy. They've won the game. Bernie's got the shits up. So he comes out and he's like, yeah, 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 it's not over yet. And then Nancy gets up. She has some pictures with her. And they're pictures of Bernie at the bowls club. And she goes, oh, these are pictures of you, uh, aren't they, Cityside Bowls, Bowls Club? And he's like, oh, yes, well done, genius. And she goes, oh, well, there you win um, breaching a restraining order, which will help you unfit to hold poker machine licences. And old Bernie's like, oh, and she goes, you're fucked. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and Bernie walks off and old Gwen's like, swear jar ants. Anyway, so that's fine. And then there's a spinny newspaper. We see a spinny newspaper. And, you know, at the end, you know, jubilation, Cityside saved, all that jazz. And then uh, we see uh, Len and Gwen. They're in the office. Len's obviously been out. Of, he's out of prison. And uh, Gwen goes, I have a new greenskeeper is here to see you. And um, 
Len's like, oh, good, hopefully this one doesn't get me thrown in jail. Then Jack walks in and he's like, oh. Anyway, so have a little bit of a conversation. They look out the window at the green and whatever else. And then they go down, have a little bit of a line-up and have a little bit of a farewell. Um, oh, actually, now before this, actually, go back slightly. Uh, Gwen, not Gwen, Eileen. Oh, there's too many names. Too many people in this movie. Eileen says to Jack, oh, you've won the meat tray. And he's like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, well, considering you bought 800 tickets. <laughs> so obviously that day when they went to pick up Stan's bowls and then when Jack got back to the uh, the, the uh, club and he was like, oh, we've sold every single raffle ticket before, you know, Eileen's like, so why'd you, why'd you put the dope in the kitchen? Um, he said, you know, we sold every single raffle ticket. So he obviously just bought all the raffle tickets. Um Yes. Anyway, so then he goes over to the window and have a little bit of a talk. Him and uh, him and Len. He's like, oh, I'm not happy. Stan died. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so then they have a little bit of a tribute to Stan, and um, yeah. And then the movie sort of ends. There's a bit of a voiceover, and uh, Jack goes through, you know, sort of what's happened to a few of the few of the people in the film. Like, oh, you know, uh, Nancy. Uh, you know, where, where together things are going great, you know, and Gwen joined the local Rotary Club and is chairing a subcommittee, started a subcommittee to be chaired by herself and Eileen's still the lady president and uh, Bernie Fowler, he's in jail and still taking the odd bet if you're on the other side of the, uh, the glass down there in the meeting room. So, yeah, that's it. That's Crackerjack from uh, 2002. You know, it's, like, it's an okay film. I think it's not bad. I'm going to give it three and a half toilet rolls. I think it deserves three and a half toilet rolls. I think if you can if you can get your hands on it, I think it's probably worth a watch. Um, and also, if you can handle, I mean, there's a couple of fucks in it, but it's it's a bit of fun. I think the older actors actually are really are really good, really funny. Len's really good. He has a mustache, and I think if I remember correctly, in the special features or maybe on the, the DVD we have, there's a commentary. I'm sure that uh, Mick Malloy who plays Jack, said that um, the gentleman who plays Len um, has a... Uh, sorry, Frank Wilson, who plays Len. Uh, yeah, I think he said that the like Len wasn't going to have a moustache, but Frank grew one, and that was his... Uh, you know, and I think, actually, that's it's, it's good when you have an actor or actors who bring something to their, to their role, even if it's something as small as well. You know, in the in the script, the idea Len wasn't going to have a mustache, but uh, you know, he's going to have one now. Anyway, yeah, so it's Cracker Jack uh, from two thousand and two, not the one from is it nineteen ninety six? Anyway, so like that. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> thanks very much for uh, listening. Thanks for bearing with me, and uh, it's been a long one, but uh, hopefully somewhat enjoyable. Anyway, uh, once again, thank you very much, everybody, for listening, and uh, yeah, I'll catch you in the next film. I have to have a look on my. Um, Matrix to see what uh, what I'm watching. It won't be the Matrix. Oh, I think that's what's on the list next. An awful film I don't really want to watch. Anyway, everybody, thank you very much, and uh, I'll catch you next time.